Blog Talk Radio. I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent him who sent me. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do, because he who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. Hello and good morning everyone, and welcome to the show, Uniquely Created, Divinely Inspired You, with your hosts, Mara and Mara Brian. Actually, it's normally Bob, but I'm co-hosting with Mara this morning. Yes, good morning, hey, Mara, Brian. How are, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Excuse me for interrupting. Good morning and welcome to all of you. I so love that prayer that Brian did. Uh, this morning, and it it seems to start an hour off. And one time we did it behind the scenes, and I think one time we may have done it partly at the beginning of the program. But I thought it was such a nice starter that I wanted to share it with all of you, especially when we're talking about a topic like we are today, peace. But before we get to our topic, um, Brian, what's happening in your life this week? Oh, I've been really busy myself. I've uh, taken on some painting and drawing classes at my local junior college, and I've expanded my show to two days a week, and actually I did it three days a week this this week, Um, plus with co-hosting with you, and I've just got lots of good things going on in my life, making it pretty busy, but one thing that I really stay focused on the whole time is to make sure I'm not so overexpanding myself that I start to worry to lose focus and of course stop to um, no longer continue to have fun and I realize within myself that if we make ourselves so busy that we're no longer having fun or enjoying what we're doing then we need to stop some of the things we're doing because it's exactly to the purpose of, of doing these things lost the essence of why you took them on in the first place. When they become a chore. Yes. That is so true. That is so true. So tell us a little bit about what's going on with Nara Narayana. We know that on November 17th, which I believe is a Monday, you're having Neil Donald Walsh. Because that's coming up. That's not far off. What else is happening with your show, Brian? Well, actually, a couple weeks ago, I changed the name of the show to Radiate Love Radio. That's right. I knew that. Radiate, let me write it love. down again to the love. And I knew that because you sent me an email and we actually talked about it on the show. Bob has been gone out of town so much that you, you're almost becoming the host and him the co-host or the him the fill-in host. <laughs> so you did tell me that, I know. So what's going on with Radiate Love? Tell us a bit about that. Obviously, what a beautiful thing to say, radiate love. So what's going on with radiate love and your whole heart goes, <laughs> Um, radiating love. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I'm radiating. So tell us about it. Oh, I'm having such wonderful guests and, and wonderful shows with a lot of excellent information. I've had people on there talking about the HeartMath Institute, um, on how we can go through life experiencing the things that would would normally make us feel stressful, but when we can stay in our heart, we can be amongst all that chaos, but yet still be in peace and be, yeah, just be at peace within our heart as we're going about our days. And when we can stay connected to the, to the love, to the heart, to our soul, yes. we can yes. experience peace, love, and joy in every moment of our lives. And it's a choice wow. to do that. It is a choice. It truly is a choice. It's certainly, uh, you know, I think we all have opportunities to, to not be at peace, and we all accept those, you know, each and every one of us. And the glory of love of God, of Allah, Yahweh, whatever word you want to use. And right now we're in some holy seasons that are overlapping, and so we can say Allah today if you'd like, or we can say Yahweh. 
But the glory of God, of love, the word I love to use, is that it's okay if we step away. All we have to do is step back. Mm-hmm. You know, on yesterday's and, show, I had a wonderful guest who's a world record holder in many uh, strength feats, and he's done some amazing things that people would call unbelievable um, and miraculous. <clears throat> and we talked about, you know, how he's how would you, how we're souls first, and and I don't want to get too esoteric, but I, I just want to say that one main point that he said is that, you know, even science is telling us that matter is is created through energy. And so if our souls are energy, then we're creating all of the matter. And so then I'm, I cracked a, a nice little joke that also was very profound in the fact that since you create matter, what's the matter? Just create it again. <laughs> The Maya illusion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I know. I, you know, I understand so well. Um, my sister was visiting me, is visiting me, and um, she is a, a very, very uh, light being. But somehow, I, and I guess at a very early age, she... Uh, started thinking, apparently from something my grandfather said to her, that she was supposed to um, kind of do the ghost whisperer thing, okay? If anybody's seen that television program, send, you know, remind ghosts that they should go home and uh, ghost spirits, the soul, you know, whatever word anyone wants to use. Those things... Words really sometimes mess up the message, don't they? So um, we're sitting there last night, and what's becoming readily apparent as as we're talking is that she's just invited an awful lot. She's sitting there like this little ball of light, maybe big giant ball of light, who knows, surrounded by all this darkness that's just glamming on, you know? And, and it's like you just need to let these people go. You just need to let all of this go. You don't have to do this. You know, all they have to do is go home. All they have to do is go home. And as happens so often with uh, channels, you know, they this this energy source that's around us. And, folks, I don't think either Brian or I are saying there isn't negative energy out there. We're just saying to you that all it takes is, is a little click, a flash of light like out of a match, and bam, it's gone. You know, it's an illusion. And so this thing starts talking to me from my sister. And, I, oh, my gosh, it sounds like some really down-home, uh, you know, uh, Pentecostal, no offense to that religion, message I'm giving today, <laughs> but I'm like, wow, is this is this real? And yet, Brian, I could feel the energy and, and the threatening, menacing, telling me, you know, basically, what do I think I am telling my sister? She doesn't have to be uh, some sort of uh, manifesting magnet where all these people come, they can, or these souls, they can go home. And what was amazing is... It completely went away when I just said, you know, you're just an illusion. <laughs> you know, you're you're just an illusion. You, you know, you're nothing other than that. We're all, it's all an illusion. Mm-hmm. And uh, then trying to help my sister understand, you know, is a different story because she believes that she's helping in fact, before she went to bed last night, she says, now I want you to tell your audience that I send them love and compassion. And she had this long litany, which I couldn't remember, but the bottom line is she's just this beautiful, beautiful soul that as a child, and until now I didn't completely understand, felt that she was supposed to help guide um, wayward souls to the light without ever having seen a Ghost Whisperer episode, you know? And she did about a year ago tell me that she felt this darkness around her, but I, you know, I gave her the standard cleansing things. She's my little sister and didn't think much about it until last night. And folks, 
it's all an illusion. You know what? I know it's hard to believe that, and it may sound like we're saying, whoa, big, big stuff. But when I was studying with the rabbi, because one time when I I was thought, maybe I won't be a Methodist anymore because I'm not sure it's all embracing enough, so maybe I'll be a Jew. So I went and I studied with an Orthodox rabbi, which in itself is weird because Orthodox rabbis normally won't be alone with women. It, it was a very unusual situation, but I didn't come on to him. <laughs> I wasn't planning. <laughs> I'm not laughing at him. I really am not. He was a beautiful, beautiful man. But he told me, he said, Satan is, sits at the right hand of God. And Satan is another word for fear. You know, it's another word for evil. It, it's another word for all of the peace interrupters. And it took a long time for me to understand that. You know, the idea that the it's the light and dark idea. You cannot be your highest self unless you are confronted with something that is not your highest self. You cannot know peace unless you recognize what is not peace. And um, you, as you do not have, or you are not necessarily saintly because you you allow yourself to consistently and constantly be surrounded by negativity to the point where you cannot feel peace. You are doing it for recognition on the other side. Friends, peace is your recognition now. I think Brian would agree. Peace yeah. is your recognition now. So now that I've interrupted, tell us more about your programs. What's coming up this week, Brian? Oh, well, this week I have a wonderful guest, um, actually tomorrow, who's going to be, <clears throat> who wrote a, a book called Communion, Cating with God, um, somewhat similar to um, Neil Donald Walsh's book. And yes. I look forward to, to sharing the experiences that he had that he's put, put into his book, and then following, and that's actually Monday morning at uh, 10 a.m., no, 11 a.m., Pacific time. Yes. Okay. And then on on next week, next Saturday, I'm going to be doing my show by myself for two hours, and I'm going to be talking about um, what perception is and how yeah. perception is created and how we can change it and see something different yes. in the same space as what we saw before. How amazing, Brian, because, you know, I, I think I told you, I may have mentioned last week, I've had such gigantic... Um, serendipitous moments, you know, moments of clarity, uh, epiphanies, I guess is the word, I guess I struggle for it, about perception in the last three, four weeks. And, and the idea, for me, I can't speak for others, and so I hope I get a chance to listen to all of your program, uh, if not then at some point, um, because I have um, I've come to recognize that so many times I can't speak for others, but I think many of us do. But I know I myself have responded to other people's perceptions of me and my behavior defensively. Mm-hmm. And so if they misperceive something that I have said or done, I spend a lot of energy trying to correct their perception. And in the last three weeks, I have come to know, again, such great peace by realizing I don't have to say your perception is wrong. I just need to keep being me. Amen. You know, and that will ideally, I mean, you know, and there you're never going to have everyone see, but if I attack their perception, then I actually feed it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been a phenomenal revelation, and it's brought me, I mean, I can't tell you. I feel like I could run outside and click my heels together. So, Brian, mm. namaste on that topic. Good for you. Oh, it's going to be so wonderful for people to hear about that. I think that's great. Well, in a I way, do. we're going to be talking about that today on how yes. we can notice that peace is everything. 
And we can be yeah. at peace with everything when we change our perception of how we see things. You're right. You're right, exactly. And maybe since we have so much to share today, we uh, might want to get into the centering exercise. Uh, Brian does the centering for us. And I, I, I will admit I got caught up in socializing, and so I have two pieces that I could play. And last week I played uh, Church Unwind, so this week I will play Behind Brian, uh, Meditation Stations, Pool of the Soul, Someday I'll get some new music, folks. But just think of it like going to church and having good old gospels that you really like. You just wish they'd sing those every Sunday. Well, maybe that's what I'm doing. It's kind of like every Sunday. You know what my favorite one is, you know, after they collect the the collection plate? As it was in the beginning, it now and ever shall be. World without end. Amen. How many people listen to those words? It now Every and ever shall be. Every Sunday, yeah. Every Sunday. And how many times does it connect? As it was in the beginning, it now and ever shall be. World without end. What better recognition we are all connected one to the other. Just, I love that one. So we're going to do meditation station, and Brian, you're on. Okay, everyone. We're going to go ahead and get ourselves a little bit centered. And as we get ourselves centered, we're going to start to feel within us the peace that can be felt at all times, if only we choose. And so I want to start by saying to get nice and comfortable in whatever position you find most comfortable, whether that be sitting in a chair or maybe even laying on the couch. Whichever position you choose, take care to make sure that your spine is straight and, of course, that you relax. And now I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to start to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And as we continue to breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth, if at any time you feel that you might want to breathe into the nose and out through the nose, please feel free to do so. And now with us sitting in our chairs or lying down with our spines nice and straight, remaining relaxed, Breathing in whichever way we feel most comfortable. I want you to close your eyes and bring your focus into your heart and into your lungs. And I want you to start to connect with that sensation. And as you feel your lungs fill with air as you breathe in, and then release that air as you breathe out. I want you to picture this sensation as if it were the universe itself breathing in and breathing out. Breathing in once again and breathing out. And now I want you to picture the world, beautiful Mother Earth, as you continue to breathe in and breathe out. Picture the Earth breathing in and breathing out. And now as it continues to breathe in and breathe out, you can, you can feel and picture the earth breathing in the love of the universe and then releasing all the fear, the worry, and anxiety that's been built up in it out into the universe. And once again, it breathes in love, compassion, and care and sends out 
worry, anxiety, and fear. And now I want you to come back into your heart. And I want you to take your attention as you continue to breathe into the nose and out through the mouth. I want you to bring your attention up to the top of your head. And we're going to get ourselves nice and relaxed and at peace in this moment now. So I want you to take your attention as you breathe in and out, up to the top of your head. And we're going to feel ourselves relax from the very tippity top of our head all the way down to our toes. And each time we breathe in and then breathe out, we feel tension, anxiety, and worry leaving us through our breath, just like the world was pulling in love, compassion, and caring, and sending out worry, anxiety, and fear. So too are we going to do the same within us. Now as we breathe in through the nose, and we breathe out, we feel all the worry, anxiety, and fear and leave us as if we were a thermometer. And as the red goes down, 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 we're losing all that fear, peace. We're losing all that fear, anxiety, and worry, and we're feeling the peace. And so at each time we breathe in and out, it's like that bar is getting lower and lower and the space that's filling that area is the love, compassion, and caring. So as we breathe in and out, now we feel our forehead relaxing, relaxing, getting rid of all the tension. And now as we breathe in and breathe out, we feel relaxed in our jaws, down, down into our throats. We can feel all the muscles just loosening. And as we breathe in once again, and breathe out, we feel our shoulders and our arms relaxing and all the tension leaving. And you can actually feel this within you the peace that comes with it. And as you breathe in once again and breathe out, you feel your heart relaxing and opening up and your lungs being more pliable and your forearms starting to relax. And as you breathe in again and out once again, you feel your stomach relaxing, and your hands relaxing, and your lower abdomen relaxing, and you, f and you feel your breath coming that much easier now, as you breathe in, and out, and you feel your hips, and pelvis, and buttocks relaxing. As you, be, you start to merge with your chair now, or your couch, or whatever position you're in. And as you breathe in, and out, you start to feel your thighs relaxing. Down, 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 towards your knees. And as you breathe in once again, and as you breathe out, you feel the tension leaving your knees and down into your calves, making their way down into the ankle. And as you breathe once again in and out, you feel your ankles relax and your feet relax. From the ball of your feet to the heel of your feet and all the way back to the toes. You feel completely relaxed and at peace. And now as you continue to breathe in and out, 
I want you to just sit with this sensation for a moment. And now as you sit with this, recognizing within yourself, feeling it and appreciating it, continuing to breathe in and out, I want you to bring your attention back to your heart. And now as you bring your attention there, I want you to see the world once again as you continue to breathe in and out. And you start to notice as you breathe in and breathe out, the world too is breathing in and breathing out with you as if you are fully one, fully immersed within each other, fully at peace with one another. And as you continue to breathe in and out, and feel yourself breathing with the entire world, you, you now realize that at any point in time you choose, you can indeed breathe with the entire world and become at one with it and find your peace in that. As you're breathing, let us reach out our right arm. And now we are breathing for the world. We are breathing for each citizen of the world. For each leader. For each soldier fighting to defend against the fears that are driven by the human being. And now reach out your left arm. And now we're going to breathe for the world in this breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. And as you pull each breath in, know that you are going to be lining up your chakras. Your breath as it comes up and crosses your buttocks hits the base chakra and you're breathing in fear-free air. You're breathing in creative air. Healing. Healing is within you, my friends. Loving air. Forgiving air. Manifesting air. Divinely inspired air. And we are breathing out that air in peace for all. Each breath we take causes the earth to pulsate in peace, in love, in a belief that peace is possible, in a recognition that everyone matters in a recognition that everything matters and it doesn't. It matters when we're making the decision and it doesn't after the decision is made. Because at that point, no matter whether we chose peace or we did not, we are embraced by love, by Allah, by Yahweh. We are embraced in love. We are enough. Namaste, my friends. Namaste.
Wow, that was fantastic. That was. Thank you so much, Brian. That was just beautiful. Thank you. Wow. Excellent, excellent. Meditation. Excellent. We have to now, those our dear friends who decided to meditate on the couch laying down, I always say salute to you if you don't fall asleep, you know. So uh, wake up, wake up. <laughs> you <know? laughs> if you can still hear our voices, wake up. <laughs> yes, yeah, if you still hear us, Hello. <laughs> wonderful what peace feels like i mean it just brings a huge smile to your face oh and what do you (laughs) me too me too folks our phone number is 646-595-3584 call in and let us know what your thoughts are on why we do not just hold on to peace and what is it thoughts are on what we just experienced. Yes. Of course. Thank you. Absolutely. Your thoughts on anything, too. I mean, really, we're we're interested in your input. Uh, We're talking about something today that's invisible. It's interesting that, is it, I believe the numbers are something like Two-thirds, three-quarters, perhaps even higher, I think probably higher, of the world's population believes that there's an invisible being that's beyond us. Yet we cannot believe in the product of that belief, which is peace. Hmm. Yes. And and I've had, uh, Brian and I talked today literally just for a few minutes uh, before the show. Sometimes we get a little bit longer, but um, one of the things that I have noticed is that whenever uh, we say that um, peace is possible, not only just on a personal basis, but believe me, friends, that's where it starts, but also on a global basis. People always say, oh, no, it's not in man's nature. Well, the Dalai Lama said that if man's nature was really to kill each other off, we'd all be dead a long time ago. Hmm. I mean, there is a certain amount of peace. There's a huge amount of anger in our world, don't get me wrong. But there's a certain amount of peace, We and you can look at it in our rule-following kind of behavior. We drive on the right side of the road because we don't want to have accidents. So the people going one direction, I don't know, you know, drive on the right, the other ones drive on the left, but they're always on the right. So we're always driving on the right. And um, we, um, for heaven's sakes, we pay our taxes. We um, keep our yards clean. We feed our friends and families. We do a little bit uh, for those who don't have food. Uh, perhaps there's more that could be done. Um, you know, it always troubles me when I hear feeding the world brought down into uh, the microcosm of money, which I did the other day. Um, but we um, basically do lots of things that are designed to keep uh, everything in accord and avoid discord. Mm-hmm. So there is something, you know, beyond um, that 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 is blocking people from believing in in believing in peace. And I think it's because so few people know how to get themselves at peace. And when you just experience what we just experienced, hello, folks. Peace is possible. We just felt it. Now, what would it be like to feel like that all the time? Heavenly. Yes. Yes. And there's a certain uplift in seeing everyone else in chaos and feeling the desire on one side to provide input and on the other side, as you said last week, Brian, you know, just staying silent and not 
putting out your idea, to say, you know what, I think I just want to stay where I am. (laughs) I don't want to get caught up in that being right mode. (laughs) And it always seems to drive us straight back to the four agreements. Uh, I know you folks are probably sick of hearing them, but um, they, they just say it all about being at peace. Be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Ooh, huge. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Then don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. Just like I was saying about last night, you're an illusion here, buddy. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. And most of the time when we start feeling like we're victims and people start treating us like we're victims, there's a certain rage that goes with victimology. There's a rage. Don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. Always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. And you know, the four agreements are really summed up for me in one of the questions that's asked very early in the book about what would you rather have, being right or being at peace? Mm. Wonderful. Yeah. Because being right is a transient. Yes. Yes. You know, there's this wonderful quote that comes from Hasfat Abiola. And he says, Peace comes from being able to contribute the best that we have and all that we are toward creating a world that supports everyone. But it is also securing the space for others to contribute the best that they have and all that they are. Peace is supportive. Peace is open. Peace is loving. Peace is compassionate. And peace is caring. Yes. Yes. So here we are, we're talking. Yes. I was just going to say it's my experience that when you are in that place of peace, you will know which of those two act act upon when the time is right. That's so true. That's so true. Um, I... um, I went and looked at some Paramahasa Yogananda uh, quotes about peace and about getting there, and um, I I found that, and, and I'm really probably his student, and so so much of what I, I experience in life is reflective of his teachings, but I really believe in emotional and physiological markers that I know when I'm about to lose my peace, and I'm not sure if you said it on the air or off the air, but it's really, it's a choice. And I sometimes say to my friends, well, you know, when I let my peace go, at least I, I, I'm now so closely linked to it, I remember where I left it. Hmm. You know, it's, it's not my, like my glasses where I have to go wandering through the house to all sorts of obtuse places. It's got like a bright light right to where it is. And um, But one of the things that he said was and and this comes from inner peace um how to be calmly active and actively common 
uh, a book written by Paramahasa Yogananda. Disturbing psychological states can be substantially alleviated by consciously removing their outer physiological manifestations. Fear often causes you to clench your fists and incline your head slightly forward, and it is certain to cause palpitation of your heart. If you watch for some physiological reactions and relax your hands, straighten your body, breathe slowly and deeply, and then exhale the breath and keep it out as long as it is comfortable, concentrating on the inner calmness of breathlessness. You will feel some relief from fear. And we all have manifestations, physiological markers or manifestations of when we are becoming fearful, when we're about ready to step into the the chaos and lose our peace. I think about it. I mean, you know when you're going to be angry. I know when I'm going to be angry. There's a, a saying that 10 seconds before you say something, you're giving yourself permission to say it. It comes floating across your mind. And um, it's interesting. So, Brian, what are, do you do? You agree with this idea that there's physiological things that are signals to you that you're about ready to give up your peace? Always. The question is: Are we paying attention? Are we recognizing them before, as they're giving us the signal? Do we recognize the signal? And this is where the awareness can come in to start to go within and start to take those deep breaths. And like you said, you start to now realize where you left your peace. And as you play that back in your mind and in your feelings, most importantly in your feelings, you start to get closer to that alarm, we can call it, that, oh, it's starting to go, and you can actually catch yourself before you let it go and stay in that, what we could call like a little buffer zone. And so it never makes its way out into the world, if you will, but you felt it within you for a few seconds. And you can start to always be attentive. And that's the main key, is to be attentive in what's going on within, because that's the, the most important place that you can keep your attention, is within. It's just like there's this wonderful, wonderful scene from the original movie, The Matrix, I don't know if everyone out there has watched it. If they haven't, I would recommend watching The Matrix once again. And in this, there's a scene where Neo, the main character, which is played by Keanu Reeves, is going to see um, the Oracle for the first time yeah. inside of The Matrix. And when he, he walks into the door, and actually before he even goes into the house, he's with Morpheus, and Morpheus says, I cannot open the door for you. I can only show you the door, and you must walk through. And it was a wonderful uh, interpretation of how no one can do the work for you. No one can put you at peace. Only you can put yourself in peace. You must mm-hmm. walk through that That's door. It. But someone can show you that peace is possible by being in peace themselves. And so they, they walk through the door, and then when he walks into the living room, He's seeing all these kids who have these wonderful abilities. Yes, and there's I remember one that. boy who's who's bending spoons around with his mind. And Neo yes. sits down and he's enamored by this. And the boy says to him, Try not to bend the spoons. That's impossible. Instead, try to realize the truth. And Neo asks, What truth? And the boy responds, there is no spoon. Then you will realize that it is not the spoon that bends, but it is yourself. You see, we're creating fear. We're creating those anxious moments. And when we let go, it's not the moment that changes, but it's us that change in that moment. And therefore, instead of bringing out the fear within us and the anxiety and the worry within us into that moment, we now transcend that 
and we transmute that into the peace, love, and compassion into that moment. And so it's not the world that ever changes, but it is us through realizing that only we can be the change, and change comes from within. Oh, that is so true. That is so true. My friends, collective worshiping together, collective time together, uh, doing the show without Brian or Bob, doing it alone, is not the most fun way to do the program. And and so it's it's natural to want to come together with like-minded people. But the reality is what Brian has just described is the truth of our individual journeys. This this is a journey we are doing supported by others, but alone. Brian has no control over me if I would choose to lose my peace now any more than I have over Brian. Even if we were sitting in the same room in a typical broadcasting station, you know, be able to see each other's eyes. And perhaps somewhat the flaw of of doing radio the way we're doing it is that we can't see each other, and yet that is also the strength of our message because we can coordinate our steps, but the bottom line is now and again one of us will speak on top of the other because of the fact that it's an individual journey. Hmm. We don't, you know... each one of us is is traveling to the light, experiencing those things that are going to help us recognize the splendor of the light, of peace. That was well said. Thank you. Thank you. And so we're, we're in a circumstance where we would really encourage you to um, start attending to your own body. I used to say this to my friends when they were starting to become unhappy. They'd say, I don't know what's going on. I feel so unhappy. And I'd say, well, you know, do a couple of things. Number one, look at how where you carry your unhappiness in your body so that you can catch it before it gets to this place that you're in. And number two, look at something that's beautiful around you. I am truly blessed both in my current home and in my home I lived in before. My computer sets facing beautiful trees that, to me, the trees are always willing to share their energy with you. You know, we we always hear about people who zap your energy, and there are such people, and there is negative energy that zaps your energy. But trees, they glisten and they exist for us. They provide us oxygen. But also, if you look at the sparkle of their leaves, they are ready to embrace you by sharing their energy. You need simply pull it in. And so here today, for me, I can look around and see beautiful, beautiful trees just glistening with the energy of the morning. And I refuel my peace. And I keep track of where it is that I'm worried or I have fear, and I breathe when those times come forward. I tend to go out to look at trees, and I tend to breathe. Those are kind of my mechanisms. How about you, Brian? What do you do when you find yourself about to lose your peace? Well, when I do catch myself about to lose and I actually do catch myself and change it, I just realize that, kind of like that quote said, is that this person is free to see things the way that they see them. And I don't have to take what this person is saying personally. So I am free to allow them to express themselves. And yes. and say their their truth, and not have to correct it in any way, or take it on. Even if they're talking about me, take it on as, as actually who I am, or what I intended to do. Because I've noticed many times in my life that I might say something, and it was 
perceived wrong, whether I maybe gave a facial expression that's a little bit different or they just picked up something within themselves that, that portrayed it different to them. I know my yeah. intention was in another place than what is being told to me now. And so yeah. I have no need to not only take on what they perceived and say, oh, did I really do that, but also that I can realize that if I continue to keep my intentions in a good place, that I will, even if it was something that I portrayed differently, I will stop doing that because you will come in alignment with what you're trying to accomplish. And if your intention always remains in the positive and a loving aspect, then you will yes. start to act in that way always. And so it's yes. to just not, it's to realize that I meant no harm in this situation. And so if harm is coming back at me, I didn't recreate it. So why do I need to take it on? Just let it yes. come out. And once something's released from us within, it goes away. And that's one thing I want to mention is that being like, like Mara opened up this show with is that peace is an invisible thing. And so the only way peace can be recognized is through your feelings within. And I believe that the meditation that we went through today was a wonderful feeling, a wonderful example of what peace feels like within. And so the way to help others, like I was talking about with Matrix, when Morpheus said, I can only show you the door, but you must walk through it. The way you, you help others to find the peace within them is to be that peace. And one wonderful way to do that is exactly in that situation where your intentions were good, your intentions were peaceful and loving, but yet attack and hatred is coming back at you. If you can remain in that place of peace and love and not respond in any negative or hateful way back at the person, that person will be exposed to the door of peace that they see within you. And then somewhere in them, whether it's subconscious or not, they're going to wonder them to themselves, how did that person do that when I was attacking them? And that will help them to look for the door within. Yes. Yes. It's, it's um, you know, I, I think that that whole idea that which would you rather have, peace or be right? You know, it's in those times when we want to be right, we want to validate ourselves, vindicate ourselves, whatever word it is, we're afraid that someone's not seeing the luster of our being, that we give up that luster. We we truly do sacrifice the beauty of, of the being that we are. And we forget, we lose sight of the peace. And then we wonder why someone might see us as someone other than we believe we're projecting. And it's because we've stopped projecting that enough times that the real us, the peaceful us, appears to be a facade, kind of a make-believe thing. And you've all seen these circumstances. And so you need to know that the constancy um, the, of being at peace will show. It really will, but it's not an easy lesson for others to believe. They they want to, I've noticed that many times those who are at peace, what they say is garbled into something that the person is looking to gain. So, well, what do you, what do you want now? You know, what is that person trying to get now? Why are they acting this way? Why are they acting that way? And it becomes a, and, and all in the garbling, there are, are negative emotions and negative things attached to what is really beautiful behavior. And and that being who is being beautiful wants to reach out and say, wait a minute, I'm not like that. And it's in the silence. Just continuing to be like you are, my friend. You're not listening to us by accident. And so... Getting to peace is is a really, really great thing. And I but once you get there, you'll 
it doesn't happen all at once. It's not like you can clip your fingers and I'm in peace. And I sometimes say to people, I feel like I'm in a constant meditation. I read a beautiful banner the other day about constant prayer. And that's how I would describe my peace. How about you, Brian? How would you describe yours? Well, when I'm at peace, I'm at peace, <laughs> to put it easily. But what does that mean? Um, it, it, it means that I'm in the place of being who I truly am, and it actually allows me to bring out the best of myself in every moment, rather than, you see, when we're in a place of fear and lack and worry, we're actually closing ourselves off to our potentials. And so when we can come from a place of peace, even in the most strenuous situations, we will be bombarded with solutions to what we call our problems in every moment. And instead of searching for them, when, which is what I find myself doing when I'm in fear and, and worry, I'm like, okay, i got to get out of this. How do I get through? And I'm looking for the answers. But when I just yeah. let go and I say, breathe in, breathe out deeply, get connected, all of a sudden this bombarding of ideas come to me. And it's just for my choosing at that moment. It's like, do I want double chocolate scoop or do I want double strawberry scoop? It's a flavor of wonderful choices that will all lead to solving this problem that I had prior to that. And so peace is a place of expansion. It's a place of getting to to the end by the means that is supported to you by the universe. And so you don't have to worry about the means. You just know that the end goal is what you seek, and it will all be handed unto you if you just allow it and receive it. And this is where staying in peace, love, and joy allows that to come forth. And I wanted to share this wonderful quote by, uh, I hope I said his name right, Thit Nan Han. Yes. Oh, yes. If we are peaceful, if we are happy, we can smile and blossom like a flower. And everyone in our family, our entire society, will benefit from our peace. So as we do that, everyone else will benefit from that place of having all of the solutions to their, quote, problems come to them as they get connected with you. You see, when we did our meditation today, we were all beating like one heartbeat as we partook in that. And the beauty of that is that our essence is still in that meditation. So anybody coming back and listening to this on archives will still beat with us in that one moment and become entrained with us in that moment. Because in in the spiritual realm, everything is timeless. So that moment, even though you might listen tomorrow or the next day, is still the very same moment. That moment never changes. And so anyone who connects in that moment will be connected with us always. And that is, that is just so true. I mean, just, just so beautifully true. And we're coming on to our last few minutes. And so how do you get to this piece? I'm going to play a Peaceful Cry Flute by Marvin Spencer for the last few minutes. Yogananda talks about it as... Everyone needs to let go of his worries and enter into absolute silence every morning and night. At such times, try to persist for one minute, my friends, only one minute at a time without thinking about your problems. Concentrate for several minutes at a time on this inner peace. Next, think of some happy incident, dwell on it, and visualize it as Brian had us do today. Mentally relive the pleasant experience over and over again until you have discarded your worries entirely. A recipe for peace. Brian, thank you so much for joining with me this morning. Thank you, Ma. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Namaste to all of our listeners. May love enfold you today and may peace truly be with you. Remember to always radiate love without expectation. Yes. Namaste.
Namaste.